This is A1 Talk, a place where we can talk about anything and no topic is off the table. I'm Antoine, and along with me is my big cousin Yahaved. We've been A1 since day one, and we want to share our perspective with you. Let's get started and dive into today's episode. Welcome to A1 Talk. All right, thanks for joining back with us on part two of the Billboard's 50 Greatest Rappers. And uh, once again, this uh, billboard was created um, and basically in the representation of the 50th anniversary of the Billboard uh, Hip Hop um, Awards is coming out. So, um, so yeah, uh, the first uh, 50 to 26 was on our last podcast. Check that out if you want to hear about that list. Uh, but so far, it's been uh, kind of crazy. What you think, Twan? Man, I don't know who is coming up with this list. But apparently, <laughs> hopefully, it gets better. Right. I mean, like I said, we have some um, some things in there that we seen, that we agree with, that we wasn't too shocked about, but some things that was pretty appalling. So, But uh, like I said, this is the Atro- billboard. Atrocious. 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. So, But like we stated, this is uh, opinion-based, you know, and they base their opinions on their particular criteria. So, but we're just doing our reaction. Uh, we want to go ahead and finish off the top 50 with uh, starting for 25. And uh, coming in at 25, you got your boy M E T H O D, man. Met the man. For y'all don't know about uh, him. Um, uh, tw- cracking the 25, I-, I actually have no no issue with that. I mean, um, we do know that earlier in the countdown, we had his counterpart, um, you know, Redman on there. I mean, I do think that Bethan Man was more of a, um, iconic type of person when it came to what he done for hip hop, um, individually, whether it was with, uh, Wu-Tang and then a solo artist and just his persona, everything. Uh, at one point he was, uh, um, considered like, a a sex symbol for women all across the world in the, in the hip hop industry, to be honest. I mean, uh, a lot of, um, people fantasize like about women who fantasize about being with met the man, you know, it was publicly actors, uh, you know, musicians, everything, you know, and then his persona, uh, was always good. So how do you feel about, um, having met the man at 25? Well, met the man. Um, I think this dude, uh, he actually was part of the Wu Tang Clan, which exactly. they go down in the history of greatest rap. Uh, it's not a duo, but it's basically a whole combination of a whole bunch of different people, whatever. So, with Method Man, I mean, 25 is actually probably put him at 20. I probably put him at 20. Probably put him like he can break the top 20, but he also could be at 21. Right. Like I said, I don't have a problem with him being on 25. I I don't. I really don't. He's good. He's good where he's at. And 
sometimes these people that panel apparently they do get it right somewhat right i mean you know met the man like i said a lot of things that stand out with him i mean a lot of people he's his voices you know you'll know that voice when it comes on right he's has one of those voices that you can recognize um you know he's been around since the 90s um you know uh, a lot of iconic singles he just dropped a uh, he was just on the uh, verse i think it was um lemon uh, i think they came out a year or two ago still spitting um did some re- freestyles you know he has iconic um singles out you know with your girl Mary J. Bly. Yeah. Oh, and I, I used to literally I copy mean. this dude. I copied this dude's style. Like, this dude, like, he was very cool to me. Right. Like, he was very cool. Like, yeah. Yeah. The, I can the, see the that. Do rag, not tied up with a headband on and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, you're, saying, you're talking okay. about Nelly then, huh? Right. <laughs> not Nelly. Um, okay. Right. So we'll go, we'll go to uh, number 24. So number twenty four, we got KRS one. Okay, the bridge is over. Now the bridge is over. So that's that's what you get with KRS one. The bridge is over. You know, that's very iconic in the whole um, spectrum of looking at rap music. KRS one is a a guy who. You 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 see this guy, you know this guy is hip hop. He right. embodies that whole, the whole soul of hip hop. Mm-hmm. So, him being at at twenty four, with these numbers getting smaller, I think that uh, he probably could be in the teens, mm-hmm. but we have to see what is to come actually so go ahead man exactly i mean i have a lot to say about krs1 you know krs1 um you know a lot of people don't know when krs1 started out like in the 80s um he actually had a different type of flow than what he flows right now but i think like um after his dj got killed um i think his name was um Man, what is his DJ name? I think DJ Scott LaRock. I think something like that. Um, he got murdered. Um, like, that's when KRS kind of switched it up and he became more of a conscious rapper. Um, obviously, one of the most highly regarded diss songs, you know, The Bridge is Over, like we mentioned a little now bit up earlier, uh, really got him on the scene. Um, it was like a, um, a base, uh, uh, basically, it was like a, um, a response to MC Shan's The Bridge, you know, like I said, one of the most iconic diss songs ever. Uh, one of my favorite songs from KRS-One um, is Why Is That? You know, I'm spitting a lot of facts about the Israelites and the Bible, things like that. Go check that out if you haven't um, checked it out. But, yeah, um, KRS-One should definitely be in top um, teens just for the simple fact that when it comes to hip hop culture and some people that even look at it as a religion, um, he definitely embraces that. So, um, yeah, 24 KRS one. So coming in after 24, um, you got number 23 with Mr. Curtis blow. Um, I feel like, I mean, Curtis blow, um, you know, he was rapping before rap really became a culture. So I don't understand why, 
it would be considered hip hop. You know, him being on the list. I mean, I'm not taking anything away from um, Curtis Blow. Um, you know, but at the same time, he did have a lot of like, um, like iconic uh, people that kind of copied his style. He had to, uh, you know, one of his earliest hips being Christmas rapping. Um, then he, you know, he had a little bit to do with if I ruled the world. Um, but a lot of people have like sampled a lot of his stuff. Um, just for that alone, I think he should be respected. But I don't think he put more in the game. Like his influence in the game, like it's still reverent, like like a KRS One or some one of the people that we mentioned. But you know, nothing against my boy Curtis Blow. How you feel, man? Curtis Blow. I think we can beat up the name using Pioneer, I guess. Um, the man, he did his thing in the time that he was doing his thing in. So, And then you got to think about, we playing basketball. Yeah, true. I think I did not hit that note correctly at all. But, hey, I tried, y'all. I tried. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I try. <laughs> I, I get an A so, for effort. <laughs> a for effort. So yeah, we um heard his blow. He is um definitely uh iconic in it. He did his thing. He he is a uh, uh a person who has set forth a a uh, actual thing for people to come after him. Mm-hmm. Whether it be like De La Soul, KRS One, Red Man, and stuff like that, he did come forth with that. And maybe the lyrics ain't there. Maybe the lyrical uh, agility that he has is not as much as the ones that are out now. But I mean, mm-hmm. he did do what he was supposed to do. Right. Right. Exactly. So, so you know. Um, Definitely uh, giving his flowers, you know. Um, but other than that, you know, hey, it is what it is. So I, I don't have too much of a problem. But you know, I think he was be a little bit lower. But uh, that being said, who we got coming up at number twenty-two? So now at number twenty-two, we got Ghostface Killer. Okay, hey, Ghostface gonna... Killer. Now we got the second member of the Wu Tang Clan. That's on the top, and that, you know, that, in that, the top twenties. Yeah, right. We was we was waiting on these these uh these Wu Tang people to come up in here. Right, we was waiting on them. So we got a uh, Method Man. Now we got Ghostface Killer. So mm-hmm. Ghostface, I mean the man, the man does have um uh, a lot of uh he has bars. He definitely has bars. Mm-hmm. And these things are actually they're 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 made for you. Like you you have to actually feel these things when Ghostface is actually rapping. Right. So only only built for uh Cuban links. I mean, that's a hip hop classic. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, come on now. He that's has- the thing. I mean, maybe you don't bump it every day in your car, but you do know when you do bump it in your car that you are playing a hip hop classic, right? So that I mean, guy, that's in the nineties too. You know what I'm right. saying? So 
that right there, he killed the game with that. And I appreciate it for him. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate it for us. Yeah. So, I mean, I, 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 I figured deal this. And right. I just used the, I, I use the word on him. Thick a deal. <laughs> but we're going to go ahead, go to you, uh, yeah. Tell them yeah, what you I think mean, about that. I repeat your sentiment when it comes to the accomplishments. I mean, he's he could be arguably one of the best accomplished artists that came out of Wu-Tang. I mean, obviously, we already stated how we feel about Method Man and what he's brung to the game and what he's accomplished as a solo artist, being able to hold his own from the 90s coming up uh, now um, and also, you know, Paired with the group of um, the members in Wu Tang, but uh, uh, Ghostface, Ghostface Killer, as we call him, you know, um, so many names, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, we talk about Iron Man, you talk about built with Cuban links for Cuban links, you know I mean, then you got that's in the 90s and going into the 2000s, a different era. I mean, um, he came out with the Supreme Clientele, which one of my favorite uh, albums with Ghostface, Fish Scales. Um, he had the one, oh man, I can't think of the name. It was just recent, a couple of years ago. Um, that was really nice. He had Method Man on there. Like, like I used to bang that joint song, uh, song for song. Um, I'm sorry. I can't think about the, the album, but yeah, like, uh, Ghostface definitely deserving on the list. I don't have a problem where they have me ranked. I mean, it's not, it's starting to be more reasonable. Uh, so, uh, now that we're getting in the 20s, you know, but still knowing what we've already passed and who we've already passed, um, I, you know, I can have some arguments with that, but I don't have too much problem with Ghostface being on this, um, this, uh, this list at number 22. So, uh, coming in after number 22, you got number 21, which is your boy, uh, Darkman X. DMX! What you wanna do? Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, but I mean, I remember in the uh, many a time, me, you, Jeremy, spitting, you know, uh, what was the name? Now it was Latoya, Keisha, Diane. Man, <laughs> man. <laughs> you know, bumping those DMX albums, man. Um, you know, so many different uh, Blood of My Blood, Flesh of My Flesh, um, Dark Hell, and um, It's Dark and Hell is Hot. I mean, there was there was X. I mean, my brother was one a big DMX fan. You know, um, I mean, I don't know. To me, albums that was pretty bad when it came to DMX. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, a man has uh, he's been around multiple uh, genres of music. Anybody that's anybody know who DMX is. I mean, the energy. He kind of reminds me like how Ludacris. You know, I, if anybody say Ludacris are like um, not in the flow. But the energy he brung and how he can get the crowd, just like um, Busta, when I think of people that, that has that type of influence on a crowd, um, I think of those guys uh, with um, DMX. So how, how do you feel about DMX being at number 21 on the list? As far as DMX, man, Dark Man X, rest in peace, my boy. I mm. mean, this dude literally got you going. He literally got you going. Like, he has the raspy voice. He has the uh the the hypeness that that keeps you going. Like this man, I really think that uh at 21, 
Mm-hmm. I think he's pretty good. He's sitting right there. He could be. He could. He could. Well, definitely he should be, be in the teens, though. Fifteen can, or up. Can, yeah, can, I think he can, he can be in the top twenty. I, I think he could be in the top twenty based on their their criteria. But uh-uh. yeah, I yeah, definitely, definitely should be. Higher this could be a thing that that's an arguable point, right yeah, there. Yeah, I think we can. All right, so we gonna we gonna move right on along. Gonna go to number twenty. Number twenty, big. Daddy Kane. Okay. Big Daddy Kane. I think they 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 started where they were messing up to see the error of their ways. And Big Daddy Kane, I mean my guy has the things where the whole crowd could actually uh shout out his lyrics. Right. They can they can go with his lyrics. They could go with his flow. Everything that that Big Daddy Kane does was for the crowd amusement and stuff like that. So I think that um, Big Daddy Kane being number uh, twenty, I really think that that's a proper placement. If you mm-hmm. if you a bigger hip hop head, mm-hmm. then maybe so me and y'all. Then mm-hmm. you probably have them lower, but obviously there's some That's names that I never did not hear. Anything. Right, there's <laughs> some names that there's a, some names that we did not hear so that much. we are about to hear, and I think that Big Daddy Kane should be, if you say, top twenty. He's top twenty to me. Go ahead. I mean, I had look just for the simple fact, like. You know, we mentioned the Curtis Blows and all those cats. They was all rapping at the hip hop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they had it was pretty basic. Then you had your uh, Tribe Called Quest cats come in. Um, how they rap now, back then, and how they rap now was totally different. It was really, uh, uh, you know, the 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 rhyme and how they rap was different. Um, he was like one of the the first to change up that. You know how the style of rap was, like his delivery, his flow. I mean, back then, you know, I think he used to roll deep. Like, um, I think it was the Juice Crew. What we mentioned, MC Shan earlier, of uh, how you know, basically his career kind of went down after your boy KRS run destroyed him with the bridges over. But you know, he had, um, you know, he had the Juice Crew. You know that that had him, Biz Marquee, Coogee, Rap, Roxanne. Like, man, there was some heavy hitters in the hip hop community uh, back then. Um, so. Uh, for him to stand his own and become an icon of rap, um, you know, some uh, uh, paid in full, you know, um, ain't no half stepping, said it all, smooth operator. I mean, come on now, like thinking of a massive plan, like come on now, who doesn't know? If you don't right. even know the rest of the rap, like doesn't know those, you know, three, you know, three to four iconic words coming in as in the flow so yeah man so i have no problem with uh him being in 20 i actually would like him to be more like i said it depends on who they have ranked above him but he should be in the top 10 definitely probably probably a little lower huh gotcha yeah he should he a little higher be in the a little higher 10. Yeah, and uh, going at 19 this is exactly what i'm talking about i mean we cracking the top 20 y'all yeah man wish we had a sound bite with sound bites coming uh Later effects, you know, maybe I'll do a or something. I don't know. I I, I guess I just did it with my mouth, but you know, <laughs> um, but yeah, 
Uh, coming in number 19, no disrespect, man, but all the stuff I just said about your boy, uh, Big Daddy Gang, we got um, Missy Elliott. Um, I mean, look, I'm not going to... Missy Elliott definitely deserves her flowers, you know, as a, as a lyricist, as a female lyricist. I mean, she's been in the game for a minute. I mean, I think she came in like in the, you know, the late 90s. I mean, everybody know, I can't stand the rain. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's my window. The little fat suit she had on. Like, hey, I yeah. video. You know what I'm saying? That had that Busta Rhyme kind of uh, feel to it. How Busta Rhyme's uh, music videos are very iconic. Uh, she had that groove to it. Um, but, but then after that, man, I mean, which that album was super duper fly. Um, I mean, she has so many hits on there. Like, if you think about the music that was playing at that time, uh, when people um, was buying albums and the the charts, like, it's so many hits that came off of that album alone. And then with her pairing with Timberland and Aaliyah, Genuine, Magoo, all of those, you know, that was their little crew. Um, and she was always bringing out people. You know, she she brung out Tweet. She had that's uh, that V eight, that V eight stuff, that Virginia. Yeah, that Virginia stuff. You know this connection. So I mean, she had to get your freak on, Hot Boys. Um, I mean, so many great iconic iconic albums. And then she transitioned, and she had to she bringing back the dance, One Minute Man, um, all of those iconic uh, uh, you know songs. I have no issue with Missy, but I don't think she should be ranked over Big Daddy K. How do you feel about that? Now, I'm not looking at it personally, but I can put Missy, I, I won't say 19 necessarily, but I I will say top 25 because mm-hmm. you think about it in every other sense of the word, iconic. Like, so Steph Curry, three-point shooting and stuff like that, changing the game and everything like that. You think mm-hmm. about people changing the game. So, Missy Elliott did change the game. And her mm-hmm. with Timbaland, because they, they they were uh they were going hand in hand on this. Mm. Just like um the 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 clips and Neptunes. They were going hand in hand with this. Missy Missy did change the game. And then, you know, yes, she is a female. And she definitely came in this game and and she 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 changed stuff around the way right. that she that the way that she she came and and she did have a a big big um Busta Rhymes thing to it like big grand um cartoonish type of uh, right exactly you can see the influence type, game where the influence right came so and I don't think she'll 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 ever say that it didn't come from that. I think she's very appreciative of mm-hmm. what she did do and how she did it and where her influence came from. So, Missy Elliott at number 19, I don't have a problem with. Now, we're going to move right along. We're going to go to number 18 on the list. Ice Cube. Ice, Ice Cube. Cube. All right. So, this is O'Shea like, this Jackson. Is O'Shea Jackson. This right here is all the way away from where I grew up at. But mm-hmm. Ice Cube has been 
So when you when you look at what Ice Cube in the 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 the, the, the frame of um hip hop, I right. mean the dude the dude was part of NWA. He was a, a, a member of NWA. He wrote mm-hmm. lyrics, I think, for most or if not all of NWA. Nah, Dre's nah, lyrics that all, you heard but, coming yeah. out of his mouth yeah. was coming from Ice Cube. Yeah. And we won't we won't look at the are we there yet aspect of it. Which that hey, to but, me that makes him even better. But he is and and I was gonna go back to that. He's very uh versatile in what he does. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see him in um uh, Boys in the Hood. Mm-hmm. Man. Hood classic. classic. When you mm-hmm. when you say hood class, if you name three movies, one of those three movies are gonna be Boys in the Hood. Or Ice Cube was involved with it. I mean, you got Friday, right, right, right. Um, and Friday, the original, all the rest of them. Absolutely. So, I mean, this man does. I mean, this man was writing lyrics for one of the most iconic hip hop groups. If you think about hip hop groups, you if you list the top ten, and I mm-hmm. think if you list the top five, N.W.A. will be somewhere in there as far as if not hip-hop. one, right. So and this man was writing those lyrics for him. So exactly. I mean, I, I, I think I think he I think he I think he's he's good. And then I will, and then this stuff's gonna get real, real, real sketchy and 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 real whatever. But he eighteen. I put him in fifteen. I probably would put him in ten based on mm-hmm. iconology and stuff like that. But eighteen. I guess just because they've been messing up so, thus far. 18, right. I think that, that can work for me. But go ahead. Yeah, I mean, look, Ice Cube, a lot of cats don't know, man. Uh, you know, especially with the, you know, everything that's been going on the last couple of years, political detention, you know, uh, between the, the races and um, the presidency. A lot of people um, seeing Ice Cube come up and, be advocate for uh, a demographic, uh, certain changes, and people think that's the first time Ice Cube is known for that. I mean, Ice Cube, um, especially when we mentioned his time with uh, with uh, N.W.A., you know, on great um, albums, you know, uh, you know, controversial anthems at the time where gangster rap really wasn't going on. I mean, he was coming out with albums called "Fuck the Police." When people was not, you know, talking like that at the time and them being from the West Coast, you know, with the gangster, gangster lyrics, uh, Easy E, Dr. Dre, all of those cats. Right. So and uh, and to mention about his um, his promotion of empowering the community, um, you know, he when he became solo, you know. He had the solo run with uh, his first album, America's Most Wanted, and Death Certificate. Um, he definitely had a lot of pro-black commentary in those albums, um, which uh, this is nothing new. If you go back and you see interviews um, back in the day with Ice Cube and how he felt about the um, the climate of the so-called um, black uh, people in America, he always was on point on how he felt and changed and things of that nature. And some people even try to come at him like, okay, well, you make this type of music. How can you feel like, you know, you can speak positive and try to make change when you're making this music? He always had a really good um, rebuttal to those uh, questions. So uh, just for that and then him 
not even transitioning into his movie um, and his producing and what he's done to the community, what the people he's put on. I mean, think about it. You talk about how Dre put on Eminem and um, Eminem put on 50 or he discovered, you know, him, him and um, uh, Snoop and the music he's done. Look at the iconic stars um, that, um, you know, not just comedians and actors that that Ice Cube introduced to the world. I mean, you got your Cat Williams, um, you got your Mike Epps. Uh, you got your uh, <laughs> what's my boy? Um, uh, uh, um, oh man, uh, all, um, everybody hates Chris Terry Crews. Um, right, gave one of his biggest shots in the Friday next Friday. Damon, I mean, <laughs> Damon, we are we are boy. I'm a little boy, Damon. This, we are not <laughs> in prison anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh my God! But yeah, iconic stuff. And then you got your Are We There? Yes, we got. I mean, I mean, hit classics. I mean, how many times I watched Twenty One Jump Street? Uh, when the I mean, classic, uh, funny movies, man. And um, so I I would have him ranked higher than eighteen. I don't have a problem with it. I don't think he's one more than is. Uh, I don't think he's only one step above Missy Elliott. No offense to Missy Elliott. But I think he should definitely be ranked higher, uh, especially with the longevity. I mean, a man starting in the 90s is 2023, and he's still pushing. So uh, after that, we're going to go forward. And this is, where I, this is another reason why I feel like he should be ranked higher. You got uh, number 17, um, 50 Cent. And like, and this is no knock to 50. I like 50, man. I've been listening to 50 since um, uh, How to Rob, Teach How to Rob came out back in the day. You know, um, you know, this is definitely something that uh, I would like uh, to go into. So, how you feel about Fifty being at number seventeen? Well, I'll come back with my commentary after after that. So, Fifty, um, he was definitely a, especially in the early two thousands. You know, with his whole thing, shot nine times and everything like that. He definitely has uh, built a. Uh, a, a business around himself. So, like that first album, Get Rich, Die Trying, I mean, that's a that's a great album. Like, I, I could definitely listen to that from front to back. Um, mm-hmm. As far as greatest rappers, I will, I will, will piggyback back to Last episode with uh Dr. Dre, like I mean, what he's done for hip hop is great. Is is the 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 greatest, but I mean, you do have to be prolific in this this game to be able to say that you're the greatest rapper. I mean, you can you can have you can score. I can get in a basketball game, score a hundred points. Am I the greatest? In the NBA, because I scored 100 points? No. scored 100 points mm-hmm. one time, and then I averaged two points the rest of my time. Right. Now, he does he does have a he does have some hits, and his hits were back in the early 2000s. And I do appreciate all the things that he's done, and, and we're getting Curtis Jackson now mm-hmm. as far as what we're getting with all these shows, power, BMF and stuff like that, and all the, the the things that come off of power. So I do uh, 
appreciate him in that sense. But as far as greatest rappers, I think that he he's a little too high on his list based on just being a rapper. Now, th- with the other thing, the criteria that they're saying, I think that he probably is where he's supposed to be. But with me, I wouldn't list him that high. Right. I mean, I definitely don't agree with him being higher than a few of these rappers. We're talking about rappers. Uh, we want to add to other things like his transition from music to um, the uh, producing side. You know, uh, 50's always been known as a troll. He's like the biggest troll in the industry that most people know about, right? He was known, you know, like I said, his beef with Ja Rule. Um, I mean, 2003, he basically brung back the sentiment of gangster rap uh, with Get Rich or Die Trying. I mean, classic, classic, classic album. I will never deny that. I mean, when that, G-Unit, what? We here, what? We have get the products, is it? It don't care. Um, um, so, I would say that... Uh, that, you know, many men, I mean, damn, it's just classic 21 questions. There's so many good songs on that album. And like I said, you got uh, How to Ride with uh, Rob when he actually made an album um, where a song where he was talking about robbing everybody in the industry. You know, this was Fat 50. <laughs> this, was, this was when 50 was fat, you know what I'm saying, um, when he was hungry, just getting off shot nine times, you know. Um, but, yeah, like. Um, 50's definitely iconic Everybody knows the voice Everybody knows who 50 is in the industry He's became more of like the Big uncle mentor type of role Now um, he kind of You know you know, I think if he still get a chance he'll troll you But he's kind of like got away from being the troll Now <laughs> in the industry He's kind of settled unless down your name, Unless your name is Ja Rule Unless your name is Ja Rule I don't think that's ever are his son at the moment. Uh, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, like he's definitely um, deserves his flowers. I just don't think that, uh, I don't believe that he should be that high ranked, uh, especially after mentioning the last two people that's been in the game longer than him and still been uh, relevant. Um, but I don't have no problem with it. Um, how you feel with, uh, we'll be going into n- um, number 16. Number 16. Scarface. Okay. Now, me personally, Scarface. He's like the 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 godfather of of that 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 southern rap. And Scarface, to me, I would, I think he's probably ranked a little bit, like one tick, too low. I think he should be top 15. Scarface, he's been a part of a whole bunch of things. This man been in the game for, what, over 30 years. And the man can still be relevant if he chooses to be today. Mm -hmm. So Scarface, I mean, he has that iconic voice. He has that voice that, all that, you know, he got that voice. And I think that he... He should be top 15. Billboard is, they're, they're, they're trying their hardest. This panel, they're trying their hardest. And I think that they're, they're trying to get it right more so when it comes down to the top 20 to 1. Because they, they, they messed up way ab- above that. But 
because mm-hmm. it should have been some other people that should have been inside of the this top fifteen. But I think Scarface and you gonna give us the uh the the actual things as far as what he's done and everything. But I think Scarface is ranked just a tick too low on this list. But go ahead, my boy. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm not gonna lie, man. Like I do love him on his features. I mean, um, I wasn't really into um a lot of southern rappers at that time in my life um you know about that time tupac was really big so everybody kind of was into tupac um you know you had the early emergence of jay-z you know reasonable doubt albums um but you know but you can't deny the ghetto boys i think they're based out of houston um you know all three of them great great artists i mean if you think about um talking about particular uh, subjects that's not mentioned. I mean, Mind Playing Tricks on Me was about mental health. Um, that was a great album, a uh, great so- um, solo, um, well, not solo, but a single that came out, um, classic to this day. If you guys haven't listened to it, go check it out. Then, you know, we used to bump, you know, him with a lot of feature songs. I mean, uh, him, Beanie Siegel, Jay-Z, Can't Be Life, Emotional Tracks, him with Tupac, um, you know, like you said, and that voice definitely stands out. You know, he knows how to deliver um, his message, his word pronunciations, or how he pronounce it. Um, and like I said, bringing that that South, um, you know, to mainstream. Uh, being from Houston, I mean, definitely give us his shots out. So um, let's see here. Uh, going from there. Um, what do we have at number? What we at? Fifteen. Fifteen. Cracking the top fifteen. What we got at number fifteen, boy? J. Cole. Now, okay. This is um, and it can't. I I won't make it like that egregious. There's literally only fourteen above this ranking, but J. Cole. Now, J. Cole is is this day's actual like that's that guy like that guy and i know we got all types of other rap forms and and things like that but i mean j cole is is the truth i mean he did make his 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 whatever it is off of (laughs) being able to 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 come out with an album and right not have no features Mm mm-hmm that forest, that forest hills and stuff like that. That was great. Yeah. Um, he he's a very uh giving man and stuff like that. But he does have he does have the bars to be able to stand up and stack up basically against anybody fourteen or higher. What you got, man? Right. I mean. Look, I ain't gonna lie, man. I'm I'm late. I got I got on J Cole late, you know. And I always we we mentioned our boy, uh, you know, maybe we we'll have him as a featured guest one day or uh, you know, uh, uh, something like that. But our boy Jeremy, man, Jeremy put me on Roach, aka Roach. He put me on J Cole a long time ago, and I've just never really listened to him. Um, J Cole was um somebody that definitely um. 
has lyrics i just wasn't feeling like at that point i kind of was like you know jay ain't really making music like that so i wasn't really listening to a lot of rap and hip-hop um you know wayne wasn't really putting out stuff i was liking at the time and jay and you know jeremy was like man they got this boy j cole man he gonna be nice you know what i'm saying and i'm like okay whatever i heard a couple of his freestyles um a couple of his mixtapes i didn't listen to the whole thing with a couple of songs on the come up I think that was like 2007. That's actually when I moved to the state I preside in now. Um, but, you know, then he turned around with the uh, the warm up and Friday Night Lights. Um, but I didn't get popping on J. Cole until, uh, man, was it Born Center? Like, I, and then, um, you know, no, no. I mean, I think I started liking that single. What, what was it? We got a good thing. I know I'm going to see you again. Right, yeah. Yeah. That hey, classic man. After that, I'm like, okay, dude, nice. You know, I started getting the boy, the boy, the boy spits, man. Yeah, the boy spit, man. I would have to say, man, J. Cole personally, he is outside of Jay Z, like, he's my favorite rapper. Like, uh, as far as like lyricists, like I mean the man is cold. And then think like like Twan just mentioned, man. I mean, his with all the albums he dropped out, dropped in the two thousands, um, two thousand tens, um, all went platinum. All five of his albums with no features. I mean, come on now, you know. Uh, and well, his last three had no features. Um, Forest Hill Drive, For Your Eyes Only, and KOD all went platinum. I mean, come on now, that's unheard of. That's J is that's Jay Z like. What, which is you know the person that kind of put him on. So. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, J. Cole, I think I I can say I can argue for him to be higher, but at the same time, some of the people we've mentioned so far has had a longevity, longer jeopardy than him, and I think they kind of uh you know just giving them the flowers they deserve to be a little higher than. But as far he you know I, in another five to ten years, uh, he should be definitely in the top five on on a list like this. What you got next, man? Next, we got your boy, Ladies Love Cool J. And for y'all that Ooh. don't know what that means, it's LL Cool J. Um, I mean, iconic rapper. Um, the man's been around, like, for a long time. I mean, I think he had his um, first album released um, in uh, 1984. Um, uh, I Need a Beat, you know. Um, and then um, that, I think it was pr- pr- uh, produced by... Uh, iconic producer in the game rick rubin he's got his hands touched on a lot of different uh, people's albums um so and then he came out with uh you know, the what they considered the golden rap age was his uh, uh like i said i need to be and then he came out with a lot of um you know platinum status type of uh um albums i mean i remember he had a little beef he had with uh what was your boy name i don't think he might be on the list but <laughs> uh he had that beef with um, um was it cannabis cannabis yeah and hey i honestly felt like cannabis beat him in that beat you know i mean that beef that's just me personally i think cannabis was ripping it but um as far as like he was the face of dev jam i mean like ll cool j i mean man he hey. survived over time you know how they started a rap beef inside of a feature that was exactly weird to me. That, was, like, that, that even, was crazy. No, nobody that was on the song didn't even know was a beef was going on. They're like, is, is these guys beefy? Like, <laughs> right. what's going on? Like, <laughs> they 
Did he just say he snatched the mic off his arm? Like, what the hell? Right. God damn. Oh, man. Go ahead, boy. I mean, but yeah, like, he was the face of um, uh, Def Jam, definitely, man. I mean, uh, a lot of classic I Need Love. I mean, come on now. Everybody know about that, you know, that song. So, um, yeah, I mean, the the songs he came out with uh, when he kind of transitioned to uh, more of um, that crossover type of music. Um, when um, when he had this joints with Boys to Men, um, you know, so many different songs. So, but yeah, I, I don't have a problem with LL Cool J being this uh, rank where he is. I really don't have a problem with it because, I mean, LL Cool J is literally um, he's one of the embodiments of hip hop. I will give him. His thing, that's that's what he is. He's not an actor. I say I had to say that before. I mean, you probably watched NCIS Los Angeles and thought that LL Cool J was a uh an actor. He's not. He's a rapper. Yeah. And then, you know, I need love. <laughs> All that, yes. Right. These things are they're, they're very iconic. To right. us. Exactly. So, I don't have a problem with his ranking at all because I think his ranking is, is pretty good. I mean, it's, it's very high. Mm-hmm. So, I think that we can uh, we can go, go with it as far as that ranking. Right. And be able to to be okay with it. So, L. Yeah. Cool J. I mean, my boy, my boy, he, he he came out with some stuff, and he came out with some some good music. He did his his Hey Lover and stuff like that. And I I definitely like what he did for the game. He was very heavily influenced by um, Run DMC. Everything like that. So, I think we go go ahead and move along to the next. What you got next, man? Well, we got number thirteen, Rakim. You know, man, you talking about when you talk about like what we was mentioned earlier, like Big Daddy Kane and what he's done to the game. Like Rakim, like how he changed, you know, certain flows. But Rakim really, we want to consider like the evolution of hip hop. Um, like how he used to take words and lyrics and shifting it all the way around. Like, I mean, uh, paid in full. I mean, him and Eric B when they came together with, but more so like a DJ and an MC combo. Um, you got, uh, follow the leader. Um, Eric B is president. I mean, so many things like, um, he's influenced, uh, clearly like people like Nas, um, DMX, ASAP Rocky, um, you know, uh, he was also like even some people, you know, um, Eminem um, came a self-proclaimed fan. Um, then you got uh, Lil Wayne on Lloyd's Girls, uh, the girls around the world, you know, um, like it's just so many different things that Rakim has uh, influenced the to transition to lyricism when it came to the different way that we look at lyricism, how to take simple words and make them complex. Um, he was able to train transition to that. So, um, 
I I would see him. I would like to see him in the top ten. Um, I'm kind of scared to see who they will say is more lyrical and influenced to the game more than him. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure about that. But I I, I think I I would like to see him in the top ten. How about you, Rakim? Definitely, he should definitely be top ten. Um, this man, he really. Definitely is a hip hop lyricist. Like th- mm-hmm. that dude, he 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 gave you all of what he had every time he he stepped onto a beat. I definitely don't have any problem with the fact they ranked him so high, but I definitely think that he should definitely have been ranked higher because Rakim. I'm trying to think of other words to use as far as synonymous with hip hop. Mm-hmm. I used that a long time ago with uh run, but I mean this man, Rakim, is a is a guy who, I mean paid in full, paid in full is a a thing that it's an album, mm-hmm. that's a movie. They it, he he inspired a movie. Exactly. So. I mean, that's what he does. <laughs> that's what so, he did. Yeah, right. That's what Iconic. he does. That's what he did. Right. The big change, so the dressing, gonna, everything. Icon. So we're gonna move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. Number twelve, Andre Three Stacks. Andre Three Thousand for you people who don't know what a stack is. <laughs> stack is one thousand dollars. Man, this boy right here. One part of a group that a lot of people feel like is one of the greatest groups ever, Outkast. Um, he 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 just definitely he he has his voice, and it's 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 like non um. As far as thinking about your 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 voices, it, it's not male specific, it's not female specific, but he has this voice. And he's able to contort words in a way that makes it so what you're hearing from him is just straight poetry. Right. Andre three thousand, I mean, that guy. And at 12, because he's in my top five, at 12, it doesn't make sense. And we know that there's names that we have not heard before. I mean, it's him and I, Aquim and I, you know? <laughs> right. My boy is, is a beast, and he, just, he can do everything. He does R&B, and he does rap music. Now, mm-hmm. and... My boy actually rap, uh, acts too. So, mm-hmm. I need exactly. you to hear that too. But go ahead, T. Yeah, man. I mean, come on. Andre 3000. Um, great, great, great uh, group and solo act um, with I- uh, Outkast. Um, obviously, I got hip to uh, Outkast in a whole um, early, early 90, 90, late 90s on um, the soundtrack of uh, New Jersey Drive. 
If you guys don't know what that is, it was a movie about cats in New Jersey robbing and stealing cars. Um, and they had a song on there called Benz and Beamers. Like, oh my God, that beat, um, they flow. It was great. Like, uh, once again, another Southern, uh, you know, me being from the Midwest, I didn't really listen to a lot of Southern rappers, um, because of the exposure, the exposure kind of wasn't there. Um, I wasn't, you know, so for me to be exposed to it is either on soundtracks or what I was able to find uh, people listening to or, you know, if they played on the radio and then I'll do my own research and listen to them. But I got exposed to them on the New Jersey Drive um, um, soundtrack and I was able to look to Benz and Beezer, Benz and Beamers. Um, their flow was totally different than it is now, but they would definitely be able to flow. They was able be able to flow back then then just his transition until what he became now uh when you mentioned about um him turning to r&b-ish you know hey y'all uh, you know <laughs> yeah one of my favorite songs from him is she lives in my life my get sister, it you know what i'm saying get it um but yeah like a lot of different um great uh type of music comes out of him always want to uh, especially a lot of people been giving his flowers in the last 10 years realizing like he is one of the greatest lyricists out here right now you know um you, you always gonna get something good on the feature um you know he's just gonna always uh, deliver something nice so i have no problem where he's ranked uh what's coming in and uh the next one bro number 11 we got your boy Kanyeezy. Kanyeezy. Kanye West. Mr. West. So, Kanye West, we already know. I got it. I got it. <laughs> he said some, some crazy stuff out there. Got you. But Kanye West is, is he's a genius. As far as the music that he puts out, the beats that he produces. That man is unparalleled. I mean, you had the 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 um what are they? Neptunes, you had uh Dr. Dre. You had all mm-hmm. types of other people like that. Mm-hmm. But Kanye West definitely does stand apart from them because he makes beats that like literally you don't have to listen to whatever the artist is saying. You can listen right. to the whole beat that Kanye is doing. Mm-hmm. And you'll love it. Exactly. The man, um, College Dropout. That is a hip-hop classic. Oh, my gosh. Right. So, with all these things said, I mean, I would probably slid him one more so I could have him in the top ten. Exactly. I got it. They're, they're trying to get some things together, though. Yeah. Right. I mean. Right. So go ahead, man. As far as the, like, checking the box and all the stuff, the criteria, they say how they supposedly, allegedly, you know, uh, allegedly. rank these, uh, rank these uh, this list. I mean, what, what box does he not uh, check? I mean, I mean, you can say he wasn't in a lot of movies. He wasn't um, paid in full. uh uh, no, uh, what was it? Not paid in full, but um, uh, man, what was the movie that the rock, uh, the rock and them came out with? Um, 
not the rock uh um Jay Z and them um came out the movie uh was it paid in full with Beanie and all them Yeah that was uh, paid in full. I think that was paid in full. Right? Yeah when he State Property part, uh State Property, yeah State Property paid in full my fault. State property, right? When they came out with that he, I think he had an acting little role in there, a little quick role when, you know, he, he sucked up the diamond, stabbed the dude, you know what I'm saying? Um, but, uh, I mean, what box does Kanye not check? I mean, come on, man. The man, I was just listening to that song uh, with him and uh, Wayne, right? I was listening to some old Wayne stuff and seeing how good Wayne was, too, uh, before we start going on his list with that. I mean, Kanye got flow, bro. I mean, what do you say? Top five and C, you ain't got to remind me. Top five and C, you got to remind me. I'm high on the line. You can get behind me, but my head's so big, you can't sit behind me. I mean, Uh come on, bro. I mean, that's just a few, man. The man has lyrics, bro. Like, I mean, from the college dropout, like you mentioned, from, um, you know, through the wire. I mean, I mean, song for song. Like spacious. I mean, he came out. He 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 put on. Um, he didn't put him on, but he was signed with Big Sean, which I I, I love Big Sean. I think he's nice. Um, you know, Common. Uh, he was messing with Common. I mean, he's produced almost anybody you can think of. Uh, Twister, Tali, Quali, Beanie Siegel, Jay Z. I mean, come on now, like Kanye, and still making hits now. I mean, come on now, still making hits now. Regardless of the controversy of whatever people might say, what he said, we, we're just keeping it on straight music and talent and influence. Kanye, I mean, I mean, come on now, a mogul? You want to talk about mogul? I mean, that's up there, Dr. Dre's status. I mean, transitioning the sales, and I mean, he had the Yeezy brand. I mean, come on, man. The man is iconic. So I definitely would like to see him in the top 10, um, but uh, it is what it is. So. Go ahead. What we got coming in next? What cracking the top ten now? Look, well, who's who's coming? Who's bringing us into the top ten, my boy? Cracking the top ten is Nicki Minaj. Now, granted, beautiful woman, she does have bars, and then as far as those go, I'll give her her roses. I would put her somewhere at like about. About 20. Because if you listen to some of the things like how she raps, it, 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 she does, she does relevate in all these things. But also, the sexual aspect of it is what keeps her relevant. And I'm not trying to take anything away from her, but yes, Nicki Minaj is at number 10. And I guess. That's what it is. She's number 10. What you got, my boy? I mean, look, I ain't going to spend too much on Nicki Minaj. I'm not dissing her. I mean, she she came in um, as a lyricist. I mean, we really haven't heard a lot of good lyricists later in the 2000s and coming now other than, uh, you know, since, like, I say maybe Foxy Brown. Foxy Brown could spit, um, uh, in my opinion, but... I mean, I don't see her at top 10. I think they're breaking her this high solely off her, the fact that she's had so many number ones um, in this type of era. She does have uh, hits. She does have hits, um, you know, in her fan base. But overall, other than that, I mean, I don't know what Nikki might, Nikki might be 20 years from now. A lot of these cats 
that are in this list that's ranked less than her has been in the game 30 plus years, you know, and you know, I mean, I mean, the person right before Kanye, I mean, he's been in the game for a while and hits upon hits upon hits upon hits. And like I said, I don't have a problem with her. I think she should be in the top 20. Uh, or in twenty, you know, in starting in the twenties and going out, then it comes out. Right. Who do you take off? But at the same time, I don't see her top ten all time greatest rappers. Um, but you know, that's me. So uh, coming in at number nine, um, you got your boy. When the pips get up, drop it like it's drop it like hot. hot. Drop it drop like, like it's hot. hot. No, it's your boy Snoop Dogg, man. Um, how do you feel about Snoop Dogg being ranked number nine? I think Snoop because. This man, um, I mean, he he's a is he's a big person in the hip hop community. Uh, mm-hmm. A Snoop Dogg, I mean, yeah, that dude's the the what they call him the dog father. Mm. I really don't have a uh, problem in his placement. Actually, mm-hmm. um, he he came up with some some clever things that he said and stuff like that. D O double G, nobody was doing that stuff like the double and all that stuff like that before Snoop did. So I I think that his placement is is it works for me. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, I like Snoop. I mean, Snoop, um, the fact that what I mean, the fact when you look back and you realize that Snoop freestyled majority of every one of his albums. Like, cause it was high. Give it, yeah, I mean, it was high as hell. High. I mean, I know. <laughs> I mean, look, some of the music that's coming out, they on everything, pills, high, everything, and they still can't come out with. But their their music hit. is garbage, though, TJ. Yeah, but hey, but Y'all you can't say it's it's uh it's cause of that, you know what I'm saying? But uh, at the same time, like the fact that Snoop came through and freestyled the whole doggy style, um classic man then came back with multiple hits after that and then after the dismantle of death row um going and uh hooking up with master p and um and becoming and revamping his uh career you know and coming out with more hits and you know but as far as iconic i mean how many people you know like outside of wiz like can just freely i mean the man had cooking a cooking show with martha stewart i mean martha stewart that's like, weird. Come on now, I mean, like he's the only person I believe that if he was in a country that's banned weed, that if they saw him smoking a blunt, they wouldn't even say nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I'm not saying that's a good thing or <laughs> it just be an advocate for weed smoking, but at the same time, like, definitely an icon. So, um, going from that, uh, what do we got next? So we got next in the list. So we got number eight. Drake. Okay. I think a lot of people will think that this placement is wrong. Yeah, it's definitely too now. Hard. What? What I what I think is that Drake. And let me go back to the the first episode. Drake. Right, Drake. Drake. <laughs> right. You mean let the me, nigga that me, got? Let, a- let me go back. Let me go back to. <laughs> let me go back to this. So I did say something on the first episode as far as uh North America. Mm-hmm. Yes, we we have a Canadian rapper. Okay. I messed up on that one. There's a Canadian rapper on here, and his yeah. name is Aubrey Drake. So mm-hmm. 
Drake found a um an actual he found a recipe and he followed that recipe. Mm-hmm. He went outside of that recipe, found out that it didn't work, then he went back to that recipe. You know, Drake, I I I feel like this man does know how the rap game works. He really does. He doesn't fully embody it, but he does know how it works. And I appreciate that he can come out with stuff because there there are things that he's come out with that I definitely will rock to. I will I will play that in my car. So, mm-hmm. you know, from his mixtapes, I know he was on a little show. He was paralyzed, I think, on the show, right? Degrassi. Yeah. Degrassi. Okay, so he's paralyzed. I think on he got that. killed off. Yeah. We can't do that in a rap game. Well, they, they do do that, and I definitely hope that that never happens. Yeah, period. I never watched Degrassi. I'll put that out there. Right. I, I've never watched it either. <laughs> but. Drake has found an a, a actual recipe for the game, and he is using it. And, I mean, I listened to some albums ago, and I don't have to listen to any more albums from Drake. He can be where he's at at number eight, but to me, personally, I think he's, I think he's a little high. Some people right. are not gonna not gonna agree with me, but I think it's a little high. But go ahead with you. Yeah, I think it's a little high. I think uh, when it comes to Drake, and it could be all of these uh, majorities artists, if we really want to dive deep about what's considered a collab or what's con- considered ghost writing, because there should be an asterisk next to Drake. Now, if this was a top fifty list of best album sales or you know singles or something like that. Um, yes, Drake should be on there, but as far as lyricists and all these things, I don't have Drake that high, because to be honest, I like a lot of Drake, and I think he's very talented, and I think he makes great hits, uh, you know, but I don't think his albums are song for song. Um, there's a lot of good songs on some of those albums, but that come out to be number one hits, but I think he panders too much for a particular group, and I think that really helps him out, uh, which is smart business. Um, I do, you know, with all the information coming out that he didn't write a lot of his songs. Now, if you want to talk, that's why I said it should be an asterisk when it comes to entertainer, because um, he's a great entertainer. He's mastered that. He knows his audience. He panders to his audience and it's worked out well for him. I don't I just don't know if his style, because uh, we're in that age right now still for a while. I don't know if Drake would like I want to see what Drake involves into in the next 10 you know five to 10 years um before me just to put him on that top 50 list now he definitely should be in the top 25 or so um i just don't think he should be in the top 10 because i mean i just think that's just you're just basing off recent things right just recent stuff so um so going from number eight with mr drake what do we got uh next so we're going to number seven. Number seven, which I mean is number seven. It's top ten, but to me it's a little egregious. But uh Lil Wheezy, mm-hmm. Lil Wayne. 
Mm-hmm. A little Wayne. I could be a little bit biased on this. <laughs> I grew up on this dude, you know? Lil Wayne, that boy, his mixtape game is vicious. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that this dude was gonna be was gonna take off from the beginning. Like when he was on the hot boy CDs and stuff like that. But this mm-hmm. man. And yeah, he probably has probably dropped off in the, the recent years and whatever. But Lil Wayne, no, I mean, he kind of has as far as what we what we see as content, as far as what he's he's bringing us. He ain't. He has. I think Lil Wayne is trying. It, Lil Wayne, that man, he got bars. He got he he has he is doing it for us. He has right. done it for us for a a large amount of years, and the appreciation, I give it to him. I I I think that that man definitely is a top five rapper of all time. But apparently they put him at number seven. But go ahead, man. I mean, Wayne, man. I'm not gonna say I sat there and said that I felt like Wayne was gonna be as great as he is now. I mean, who could foresee that? Um, I mean, I was listening to Wayne, you know, especially coming from the Bean. Um, uh, we were Cash Money babies there, you know. Everybody listened to Cash Money, um, you know. So that was that wasn't nothing new. So Wayne didn't even cuss back then. People don't even know Wayne didn't even cuss. He didn't even right say a cuss word on his on his albums. His first day. one was, "I don't curse," but in his verse, man. F the yeah. world. So I don't cuss, but I disperse. Now all my enemies see me running, coming, and all my enemies pew, be running. Yo, so, and so he was, what, 17, 16, 17, writing lyrics for the big timers and people like that on the um, the Hot Boys. Uh, me, personally, Juvie was my favorite artist on the Hot Boys. It wasn't Wayne. Um, but... As time came, and it's constant, um, you know, it's conspiracy talk about this, but I do, I won't lie if I didn't see the transition. But when, you know, Wayne got up with Gilly and a lot of those Philly cats, um, and he dropped a Carter, his, his flow did change. He did not rap the same. Like after you saw him um, hanging with Gilly the Kid and hanging with a lot of those um, East Coast rappers, his whole whole persona about how he carried himself um, as far as his flow style changed. Now that can say the genius of him to be able to see and see the direction. Cause the one thing you have to understand sometimes is nothing wrong with going back to the chalkboard and revamping who you are. Right. And if anything, he looked at what he was doing and he said, okay, I can switch this up. Then you saw the squad ups come out. I mean, mixtape after mixtape, and it's like, oh my God, this guy, who, 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 is this the same Lil Wayne? Um, uh, is this the same Lil Wayne, right? So, uh, Lil Wayne definitely changed it. He came through with the whole, the, the skateboard thing, the rocker thing. I mean, come on now. He put on some of the people that was ranked right below him with Drake and, um, Mickey Minaj. I mean, look at that squad. I mean, but uh, Wayne, man, definitely, I don't have a problem with this. 
Um, but just longevity, I think he should be in the top five. Um, he's been doing it since the late nineties. So, um, what you got for us, boy? Is the notorious Big the 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 top five coming in at number six is the notorious Big. Now, Biggie, Biggie. So, I mean, I know a lot of y'all would definitely have this man probably number one. Mm-hmm. Best at storytelling. He's definitely good at storytelling. Mm-hmm. He, um, from the state of New York. So, he Brooklyn all day, a day. Um, this man was part of one of the biggest battles in hip-hop. And to me, I personally, I personally do not have a problem with him being at number five because I know there's other names on there, but I could put him at number four and I could put him at number three. I, could, I also put him at number two. What you got? Yeah. I mean, uh, look, definitely when people, I think just by default, when you say greatest rappers, people try tend to put like the likes of Biggie and Tupac, um, you know, side by side, but if, you know, if, unless Biggie, I mean, unless Tupac is the next, is ranked number five, because uh, they should correlate with each other, um, then I don't agree, but I mean, I think Biggie's in the top five, just because if you go back and listen to his style, um, his delivery, um, his albums, I mean, the man had wordplay, for real, like, Biggie, I mean, come on, man, like, I was listening to some of Biggie's uh, Life After Death, like, oh my God, like, the man had flow, bro. The man had flow. So, uh, I I have a problem with him being at number six, um, but we're going to move forward. Who we got at number five? Number five, we definitely have Eminem. Mm. Now, Eminem, I mean, personally... I think Eminem is like top three. The man has the he has the bars. He he has the influence. He has everything that actually is part of their criteria. And I think some people do not agree with it because of the fact that I mean it's a white boy. But I Eminem is really uh he 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 really came into the game in a very heavily dominated black community, and he was backed by yes, he was backed by Dr. Dre, but Eminem, this man really did a lot. Like the Marshall Mathers LP, that's one of the greatest albums of all time. If you if you even go out listen wise and sell wise. It's one of the greatest albums of all time. And there was a, a thing, and I, I'll i come back to you. There was a, a, a whisper within the hip-hop community, don't beef with Eminem because you don't want your career to be taken off, off track because you beef with him because that man will eat you up on the mic. So, 
the dude, the dude, I mean, he he does have, he has his bars. He, he does what he does. And I, I, I definitely would listen to Eminem riding in my car. There are songs that I do like to listen to from him. So go ahead and give me what you got. Yeah. Right. Like, I, hey, I can admit that uh, you are the only person that I've ever heard in my life that bumps Eminem in the car while riding. So that he being rocks. said, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not dissing Eminem. I mean, I do enjoy, uh, you know, that LP Martha Mad- Matters, Martha Marth- Marshall Matters. I think that's uh, whatever it is. <laughs> but that was a great, you know, is that the one when they? That's why they call me Slim Shady. Um, mm-hmm. Back mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. one, and when I was just a little baby boy, my mama used to tell me these crazy things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was some. He had some hips on there, but I'm not gonna lie, man. Like, I mean, if you're talking about, I, you got to think about this. Like, you have to think about being in America, the climate of being dominated by a particular type of group. You know, and then you have somebody with some type of conspiracy. Because you know, I remember Eminem came out saying stuff that people were not saying. His his jabs at Britney Spears, um, his jabs at um, uh, Christina Aguilera, like, and then all his opal open conversations about his issues with his mother and his his ex wife. Uh, his drug addiction, all of those things were new. A lot of cats were not coming out saying that, and he kind of got away with it. I do think he kind of got away with it because people in that living that type of lifestyle could relate. Now, his top songs that made him certified platinum, I'm not gonna lie, I I don't, I never, I will, I will fast forward them when they came on. Um, I, Lose Yourself was good, but I never really listened to the song like that. Love the way you lie and not afraid. Like, I just wasn't, though, those were not my type. I couldn't relate to that type of music, right? The message, I get it, but I just, to me, Eminem, I, the whole, like, it was just the same subject matter that really didn't allow me to like his music to consider him um, top 10. Now, like you said, there was a moment people felt like, oh, yeah, this man had, Larry, he had bars, you don't want to challenge him. But I don't think nobody, I think just out of that, people didn't challenge him. And I think if people did challenge him, we really could see if it, if it like held up that he was that good, right? So I don't have him top five. I definitely don't think he's, um, did bigger influence in the hip hop community than Biggie. Like I said, I don't, I don't hear. I've never heard nobody outside of Utwine bumping Eminem in their car. Um, but you know, that's how I feel. He should definitely be in the top ten, but I don't agree with number five. So what we got coming at at number four? Number four, we got your boy Tupac. I mean, you could actually put this man anywhere in your top five. If he's outside of your top five, it doesn't make sense. Biggie being outside of the top five doesn't make sense, but. Your boy Tupac, I mean, this man was a poet, an actor, an activist, and a rapper. He did all these things. Mm-hmm. And he died way too young. Mm-hmm. But for the short period of time that we did have him, I mean, distinctive voice. Like that, that the voice was great. Then his background, Mother Black Panther. All that, I mean, 
Tupac is 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 a guy in the the hip hop community that you can't have hip hop if you don't have Tupac. So I'll hand it over to you, man. Yeah, I mean Tupac, man. Um, a lot of people don't know, man. Like you said, Dyer, I think he was in his early twenties. Like, come on, man, him and Biggie, right? They were young, man. Young as hell, man. Crazy. Um, you know, it is what it is, though. But uh, I mean, you know, he came up on the rap scene, Tupac Shakur. Um, he was with the Digital Underground. A lot of people don't know. Um, you know, uh, one of his uh great songs I like with the Digital Game. Uh, same song all around the world. Same song. It's just the same old song all, all around the world. Yeah, that's my shit. Um. But uh, yeah, like I really, Tupac's nice. I mean, I I honestly felt like Biggie was better than Tupac, but I cannot deny the influence that Tupac's had to this day, to the point that people still believe he's alive, right? I mean, come on now, like it's 2023. This man died. What uh, was um, he was murdered in what? 95, 90, 96, I think it's 95, 96, like that. Yeah. A long time ago. And this man influenced. And this nigga, it was still like, what did the Dave Chappelle <laughs> say? That skit. It's like, this nigga still dropping songs. He's like, man, this man alive. Like, you be in the club, like, yeah, you with the fishing <laughs> Like, come on, bro. Like, this cat, man. But yeah, um, he should be top three just for the fact that the man's been gone so long and he still has that influence. Like, a lot of these cats that. Just grab the top 10, 20s. I don't know if they gonna, you know, people still referencing them 20 years from now, but I know they'll be referencing Tupac. So, uh, what we got coming in next? Number three, we have Nas. Nasir. Okay. So, Nas. Nas is a person who's, he's a staple mm-hmm. as far as the, um, Hip hop community, as far as the rap community, he's definitely a staple. Um, this man went Illmatic, that's certified classic, came out, that was great. Then we had our whole battle with uh Jay Z. Oh, Jay Z, what's up? So, I ain't gonna say all that, I don't even know why I even started that, but. <laughs> But man, my boy just came out with an album too, where he has his King's Disease uh, s- series. That King's Disease three, really, definitely, it has a lot of Nas in it, and it mm-hmm. still is able to resonate yeah, throughout. Nice. Like I can, I can still listen to that and be able to be like. Okay, yeah, Nas still got it. Mm-hmm. Nas, I mean, I don't care where you put him on here, one through three, it still mm-hmm. works for me. Mm-hmm. So, what you got, man? Yeah, man, I mean, like you said, Illmatic, like Nas, Nas really changed. Like, we talked about Rakim and how he changed how the use of words and how to use words uh, became different in the hip hop community. Nas was that second wave of that. Right. Um, after Nas and Wu Tang was the only ones 
really, and I think Wu Tang kind of got their style for how Nas was spitting, cause Jay and all them cats were not spitting like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, how their delivery was, um, and I and I and Jay Z is my favorite outside of J Cole, but Nas changed the game. You know, I mean, look at, I mean, the man was just too deep. It's stuff that I'm listening to now from Nas that I listened to back then. I didn't understand until experiencing life a little bit more. And I'm like, oh, that's what that cat was talking about. You feel me? That's the type of mute. That's the type of lyricist that is great. And to be like that, a conscious rapper and lyricist like that, and still be reverent and uh, relevant in like 2023 is crazy. I don't think he should be ranked over Tupac and Biggie, but he should definitely be in like that top five, right? If 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 even if it's five or four and Biggie, like you know. Three or you know we know he not two two pot and big not two or three because you know they already been mentioned but he definitely shouldn't be this high I think he should be in the top five though um, but Biggie and uh, Tupac should be a little bit above him but uh, with that being said what what we comment got coming in and um, oh yeah New York State of Mind Part Two man it's just he got so many classics man bro um, number two who we got going on for number two. Number two, we got uh, Kendrick Lamar. Now, Kendrick, yeah. I mean, so me and you talked about this as far right. as the Kendrick Lamar thing. And we we talk about the, the contemporaries. So mm-hmm. we got our contemporaries. We got uh, Biggie and Tupac. We got Jay-Z and Nas. Mm-hmm. We got Kendrick Lamar, but at 15 is J. Cole. Yeah. It don't make sense to me. Doesn't they are contemporaries. They are very they they they're very much contemporaries, and I right. don't understand how that made any type of sense. But not at all. There, I I as far as uh him being number two and arguably two to fifteen, mm-hmm. I'll give him all that 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 leeway. I don't understand why he is number two. And J. Cole is number 15. Kendrick Lamar definitely is 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 good in the game. He's he's great in the game. I I love what he puts out. I love his uh point of view. I love his his style. But I don't understand why why they put him at two and then J. Cole at number 15. Right. And it, we're at number two. So we, we're going to get to number one. And I'm pretty sure everybody knows who number one is because we have not mentioned his name yet. But we, we I haven't don't mentioned a couple understand. of people's name yet. Yeah. But there's one name that we do yeah, know absolutely. has yeah. not been mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, as far as that, I don't I don't understand how he's number two when J. Cole is number 15. Yeah, it makes no sense to me. But go ahead, my boy. Same with, uh, you know, Method Man. I mean, I can understand because you're going by solo careers, things like that. But me, just on Kendra Lamar. Man, I like Kendra Lamar. But I'm not going to sit here. Like, it's kind of like Kendrick is like, he he has his singles in a solo. Uh, He has his, his radio music, right? Um, the songs that are in the top ten, the billboards and stuff like that, and that's why I say on this this 
they say that they group these categories by certain things. And I really just think they are based off who was on their top billboard list the most. Because, mm-hmm. it, it, I mean, what other reason why would you have Kendrick Marr number two? And how long has he, has he even been in the game? 20 years? I don't think you he's been in 20 years. Like, no, nah, he ain't been in 20 years. I mean, come on now. I mean, relevant, you know, like relevant, like for 20 years. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I like Kendrick, man. And I think he should be in the top 10. But top ranked over Nas, ranked over Biggie, over Pac, like, that's a, that's disrespect. I don't even think Kendrick would agree with that. And I know he has a lot of confidence, right? Like, But if you had the overall ranking, I mean, he would probably say just for confidence, say, I feel like I'm the greatest rapper alive. But, you know, you should rank yourself first. But to say that you're number two ranked over Nas, ranked over Tupac, ranked over... All of these people, nah, I don't get that, man. I, and then, like you said, with the J. Cole, they're, 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 that shouldn't be that big of a spread, right? So, um, but yeah, man, we're going to go to the uh, the number one. Um, and who we got at number one? At number one, we do have Sean Corey Carter. Jay Z. Jay-Z. Now, I know, I know, I know. Y'all hate it. Y'all hate it. But, I mean, I'm saying, the, the guy has accolades. The guy, I, I, I grew up listening to this dude. And you can, you can argue top three. I don't think you would ever... Put Jay Z outside outside of your top top five. Th- top five. I'll give you five. You won't put him outside of your top five. But come on now, he did do a lot in this hip hop community. So you got to right. do a lot in the hip hop community, and you have to do a lot in your your oh, your actual rapping. Mm-hmm. So. Like Jay Z number one, man. I, I got so many. I could spend an hour on it. I could spend like four hours on this. Right. What you got, man? Um, so like like I said, like I think they really base a lot of this stuff off of what people ranked on their two hundred billboard list. Um, him having like I think fourteen or so and then like fourteen Grammys, and then we talk about Kendrick, he got like twenty something Grammys. Uh I could be wrong on that, but I know it's up there in the teens. Um, but I don't have, I don't think you have to defend this too much. Like, um, yeah, you got your two pots, you got your biggies. And like I said, that's going to be default for a lot of people. You got your other cup and rappers, you got your Drake's and all those. But as far as the man been in the not since the nineties to 2023, still putting out hits, still, um, able to be a household name. Everybody know who Jay-Z is, right? I mean, the Blueprint, you know, the Blueprint 2, the um, Reasonable Doubt, um, like so many great albums. Then he had the thing with the Rockefeller. Then we had, um, you know, Cameron. We had the Twisters. We had the Kanye. We had the Dame Dash. Now, we're not talking about, you know, 
if Jay-Z is a great person personally. I don't know the man, right? We Nobody talks about how they great Michael Jordan as number one, but nobody talks about how of a dick he is. Nobody wants to be his friend, you know? So, but it's the same thing with Jay. You know, we got stuff that people say this happened, that happened right outside of music, but just focus on music and what he's done. The man has put album after album after album and different generations changed that. He switched a lot of cats up on becoming more than just a rapper, right? When he came out with the with the clothing brand, when he came out with the, you know, whether you want to get that credit to Dame Dash and just his team, but the team he had in himself and making sure that Jay himself is always around the people that are making moves and being around the right people, I think he deserves his number one list. I mean, number one on the list of the top 50, right? And then you can't deny his flows. Like, the dude flow is nice. Like, I mean, my favorite song... From Jay-Z. My favorite Jay-Z song is probably Politics as Usual, which comes off his first album. And I and it, and I battle with that with so many other songs that I love. You know, All I Need, you know, The Blueprint. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, come on now. Uh so many different things. So what what how do you feel about your boy Jay? What's your favorite Jay-Z song? My favorite Jay-Z song is actually uh Some Like It Hot. Something like it's hot. Okay. It I was a uh it was it was definitely produced by um Timberland. Was that Timberland? Yeah. Yeah. Was that on that um I know everything that... about that song. Everything <laughs> was what that song. Al- was that on that what you call it album? Um the Life one the clap of huh? Yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was on that, that volume album. one or volume two? Volume one. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Well, I'll do anything on that yeah. CD. Gotcha. So, yeah, that 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 was my album. That that shit rang with me. I loved it. So, you know, hey, I know this mug, man, you know, part one, part two is a little long for you guys. I, we do appreciate you uh, sticking through and listening to our reaction for it. Um, so what do, what do you have? What do you feel like? Do you feel like some people have been missed, missed out? Um, you know, we do have some honorable mentions of some people that we think that uh, was missed out on here. Um, you know, I personally feel like, you know, you don't have Nelly in here based off the criteria they're saying, um, you know, at certain because there's people ranked in this list that only had a moment where they were hot. Right. And uh Nelly should be here to me, you know, um, you don't have, um, uh, some other cats on here. Beanie Siegel's not on this list. I don't know why. Um, you don't have Cameron on this list. I don't know why. Um, you know, it's a lot of cats that's not on this list that should be on this list. Right. Um, um, Big Sean, you know, um, it's a lot of different people, right? The frill, the clips, uh, you know, but I don't know if that considered a group or not. Right. But there's a lot of cats on here, but, um, but yeah, how do you feel about the list and, and the overall conversation of it? Twine? The list is, uh, what the list is. Right. <laughs> that sums it up. <laughs> All right. So that's the top 50 list, right? So, you know, this is part two, uh, part one of the top 50 greatest rappers of, 
of all time based off the Billboard um, criteria. Um, so I'm glad we was able to get through it. Thank you for listening to A1 Talk. More content is coming your way, so make sure to look out.